Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Deeper Conversation, the podcast for Jewish women. My name is Yochaved. I am so excited to finally get to this podcast about Zokef Gefufim, the bracha in Berchos HaShachar, where we thank Hashem for straightening the bent. There is a lot to talk about with this bracha, and it has been really inspiring for me to be researching and th- researching this bracha, thinking about it. Um, before I get into it, I do want to say that you can email me with any questions, comments, suggestions for future episodes anything, questions, feedback, I'd love to hear from you at a deeper conversation, one, two, zero at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at a deeper conversation. And I do post new episodes there. And of course, if you would be interested in sponsoring an episode or supporting the podcast, please reach out to me at that email address, or you can go to maverickpodcasting.com and you'll see my page there and you can become a monthly supporter. So even $5 a month really helps to keep the podcast going. And you can just see there, the it'll pop up a link to support the podcast. If this is a podcast that you listen to regularly and you feel like you're getting value from it and you want to help keep it going, I would really appreciate that. Okay, so let's get into it. Like I said, I have been wanting to record this for quite a while. I was actually talking to a friend recently and she said, when's the next podcast coming out? And I said, well, yeah, I'm recording this one on uh, I want to get to it. And she's like, Oh, I like the interviews better. So I know I could see when I look at my, the metrics on the podcast, I can't tell who's listening, but I could tell how many people listen. And definitely the interviews get a lot of listens more so than the ones where it's just me talking, uh, into my phone, quite frankly, um, except for my Tish Above episode. So Tish Above episode did amazing. I got tons of listens for that one. Um, but you know, it's a reminder for me. I always think like anybody who gets, is involved with social media, you know what this is about. The way that it's designed is to have us constantly glued into numbers. How many subscribers, how many followers, how many listens does each episode get? And it's very, very misleading, I think, certainly when we talk about impact. Rabbi Sarl Salanter famously said that if I give a speech to a thousand people and only one person is inspired, it will have been worth it even if that one person is myself. I believe it was Robert Shelsant who said that. But it's really true that very often we'll have a conversation with somebody that's so impactful and it's almost like an offhand thing. And we could go to a sheer that's huge and, you know, so exciting and it's so dramatic and it's so well attended and, you know, it really doesn't have that much of a, an impact on our, really our daily life or, or our Vodas Hashem. So I'm always reminding myself that I shouldn't be looking at the numbers. Certainly as Jews, we know this, that big numbers doesn't necessarily mean big success or big impact. Um, But this is really a roundabout way of me saying that um, regardless of the listens, I feel like if there are people who are listening to the Birchos HaShachar series and they do find that it helps their davening and it helps their tefillah, I will keep recording them. Um, Although I do love recording the conversations that I've been fortunate enough to have with all these extraordinary Jewish women. I've got a few coming up. Also another episode I'm working on in the Jewish Women in History. So excited about that. Lots of great things. But now let's get into this bracha of Zokef Kefufim. So I'm breaking this bracha into two parts, the literal physical explanation of the words and the spiritual or deeper meaning of the words. So the first part, Zokev Kefufim, we say Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Malachalam, which really literally translated is um, Hashem, you are the source of blessing and Elokeinu, our God, Malachalam, King of the world, so actively involved in running the universe. Zokev Kefufim, who straightens the bent. So again, the physical little, literal meaning of the word is that we get up in the morning and we stand up upright and our bodies are straight and we're able to physically accomplish the tasks that we want to accomplish. 
Now, that is an incredible bracha just in and of itself, if we think about how that works, and the fact that we have the physical ability to do the difficult things we need to do, that we need our physical strength for, and our back, and our spine, which supports our whole body. Even somebody who is in a wheelchair, chas v'shalom, would still make this bracha, because although they might not be upright, they rely on people who are strong, and who do have strong backs, to run the world for them, so that they can benefit from it. I was actually thinking about this recently. I had workers in my house doing some very heavy lifting and doing a lot of, uh, you know, physical labor to make the house, you know, to fix things that were going on in the house. And I, I thought, you know, like most of us, and certainly myself, sit inside in climate-controlled rooms in soft leather chairs all day. I mean, that's what I do for a living. I just talk to people. I don't get up. I if I move my body, it's voluntarily because I do exercise. And we're so disconnected from the fact that everything that we enjoy in life comes from the fact that somebody had a strong back, meaning somebody had to lay the pipe so that I could turn the water on in my house and so that the heat goes on and so that I could wear the clothes that I'm wearing and eat the food that I'm eating. This all requires physical strength. And because we're so fortunate to have all these like pleasures of modern life, you know, these modern conveniences, we really live very distanced from that reality. And it's just a nice reminder to think about, to think about that and be grateful for the fact that there are people out there who are strong, who work hard with their hands, whose backs are strong, and who provide for us um, the physical pleasures that we enjoy or the safety, everything, everything that we have. So that's the first thing. The second thing, of course, is that you know if you throw your back out, I've certainly done, I've certainly done that. When I used to throw out my back, I would be in bed for three days usually, not being able to move, popping Advil, um, trying to figure out like what exactly, what should I be going to chiropractor, should I be doing massage, what, what exactly it is that I need to be able to get up because it's so debilitating to throw your back out. And for a lot of us, we really put our stress into our back. When I get stressed out, I sometimes get this like twinge in my left shoulder, or I could feel this like sort of tightness in between my shoulder blades. And I know that it means like, you know, something is overloading in my system and the pain is coming out and is referring to my back. So if you're a person who puts stress into your back and you put a lot of your tension there and you know when things are difficult that your back hurts you, um, this bracha is for you, right? Because Hashem gives us the ability to deal with not just the the physical pain, but what's causing the physical pain, the emotions that are causing the physical pain. The bracha of Zokef Kefufim is based on the Pasuk and Ashrei, so mei Hashem l'chol hanoflim v'zokef l'chol hakfufim. So Hashem supports all that are fallen and he straightens up the bent, right? So Rashi there, uh, not Rashi, sorry, the Radak says that um, Hashem lifts up poor people from the dust, people who are bent down, right? And he lifts them up, right? And so um, what this means, obviously, very clearly, and the Radak says this, is that it isn't necessarily that a poor person is going to become wealthy, although that does happen, but you can't look around at every poor person and says, well, Hashem is going to lift them up and make them into a wealthy person. That's not what that means. What that means is that Hashem straightens up a person so that he could deal with the burdens in his life and he can have faith and he can have um, strength to deal with whatever comes their way. So now I'm sort of veering into the spiritual aspect of this bracha a little bit because straightening the bent, obviously the connection between the physical and the spiritual is not always as clear cut as we think it is, but Hashem gives us the ability to deal with our burdens, which bend us over. Very often those translate into actual physical pain where we really feel like our back hurts us because we're overwhelmed with things and we, are, we lie down 
I used to think when I threw out my back, I would get this like tightness in between my shoulder blades and I would be in bed for three days and I'd be feeling fine as long as I was lying in the exact right position. So it was always like sort of frustrating, but I had this idea in my head that the reason why this happened is because I'm very overwhelmed and it's a way of my brain signaling to my body that I need a break for two days. And you know, I couldn't move. So I was forced to just sort of lie down and not participate in my busy schedule. Could be, could not be. I really worked on this a lot, like just trying to understand the physical connection to um, the, the the psychological connection rather to the physical pain. Um, but to say that this is just a physical bracha without the spiritual component, obviously it doesn't make sense because we have physical pain from psychological issues. Our burdens affect us physically. Like you know that a lot of stress can cause a lot of debilitating physical issues for people, whether it's back pain or something else. Um, but Hashem lifts up the fallen, and he straightens out those who are overburdened or bent over, means that we have in mind with this bracha that Hashem will give us the strength that we need to overcome the challenges that we face in life, the daily things that we're working on. I saw on the pathway to prayer sitter in this bracha, the way they translate this bracha is Hashem can lift us out of our physical illnesses or our physical constraints. So we think very often of the situation that we're in physically, any situation, we think that it's, you know, this is what we're dealing with. This is our challenge. It's going to be like this forever. We're struggling with either a mental illness or a physical illness or an emotional situation or a financial situation. And we have to keep in mind, Yeshua Hashem Keharif Ay and Hashem's salvation comes in the blink of an eye. And sometimes when we get involved in a situation and we think there's no way out and this is the way it is. I mean, I think COVID is a great example of this. The world changed in a second and all of a sudden things that were just sort of normal, taken for granted, going outside and being able to breathe easily now becomes like a whole drama, mask, no mask, whatever it is, right? And everything just changed so quickly and for so many people for the negatively, for the negative, sorry, that didn't really sound very clear, (laughs) wrong word usage, I guess. Um, But in the same way, Hashem could flip it around the other way just as quickly. In the same way, the world immediately seemed to have changed overnight and, you know, we're dealing with a virus and we're dealing with things that, you know, are very frightening and scary. Hashem has the ability in a second to change it around for the positive. And so we need to keep that in mind also as we make this bracha that Hashem straightens us out and can do it in a second. So with regards to those sort of spiritual, uh, the spiritual or the deeper meaning of this bracha, okay, so we're kind of like almost we're going, you know, in a progression. There's the literal physical meaning of the word being you know, physically bent over, our back hurts us. Then there's the sort of physical and psychological connection, the mind-body connection of how our psychological burdens, our emotional state, the problems that we have weigh on us physically. But now there's also the purely spiritual dimension of this bracha. And what does that mean? That means that very often we get involved in um, deceptive or wrong think. We get involved in movements or philosophies in life that are crooked, that are not straight. I was thinking about the book, Masil Sishar, right, which had always been translated as the path of the just in English. This is the book by the Ramchal, the classic Musar Sefer, where he describes a ladder of how I get to perfect avodas Hashem, perfect service of God. And it's in Hebrew, Masilas Yasharm, the path of Yashar really means straight. It doesn't mean just. For some reason, the original um, English translation translated translated that book into the path of the just. And I thought, okay, well, that's not really correct. Really, it should be the path of the straight. And I just saw, I, I saw this morning, actually, 
a copy of the new um, Art Scroll published, the Jaffa edition of the Mesil Sharm, and in English on the front, it says, Way of the Upright. That's how they translate that, which is really so much more correct. Because really, our path to Avodah Hashem is by staying on the straight and narrow, meaning not veering too far to the right and too far to the left. Both are equally wrong. Assessing in every situation, is this correct? Is this the yashar? So how do you do that, really? right? It takes a lot of introspection. It takes a lot of honesty. It takes a lot of vulnerability to question ourselves. Most people live their lives according to a set of preconceived or predisposed uh, wants and needs, right? I want to live a certain lifestyle. I find the philosophy that fits in to the kind of life that I would like to live. That's how most of us go about our days. There are very few people and if you know one of these people, you know, ask them lots of questions and spend a lot of time with them because it's very wonderful to meet a person who says, what is the MS? What is the truth? And how can I live my life accordingly? Hopefully most of us do this a little bit, but we, we still have to recognize in ourselves when we have a certain leaning, when we have a certain bias, we have a certain prejudice, um, we have a certain outcome that we want before we get started on whatever it is that we're doing to be able to stay on the straight path requires a lot, uh, it requires an ability to avoid distractions and it requires a constant calibration to make sure that we're level. Think about those levelers that like um, construction people use and they put it on the wall and it doesn't, you don't want to go too far to the right, right? If the little like water thing that's in that leveler is dipping to one side, so then they make an adjustment to the other side and then they maybe make an adjustment to the other side and they're constantly calibrating. You want to make sure that your wall is straight when you build your house, right? So that you can, so that everything else is straight, right? You want to make sure the wall is straight so you could hang the picture straight, right? So that everything looks level and that's how we need to be. We need to be constantly assessing, are we on the straight path? Are we going too far to the right? Are we going too far to the left? Both are bad, right? Um, there's certainly a lot of people who engage in like I don't know, humra competitions, right? Where they're constantly competing to see who could be the more religious one and who can do more in the area of like showing how from they are. And this is very damaging. It creates a lot of gaiva, it creates a lot of lashon hara, it creates all sorts of negativity and negative things. And it's not really what Hashem wants from us. And certainly you have people who are very lax in their mitzvah observance and they say, it's not really a big deal. And why does Hashem even care if I do this little thing? And, um, you know, we just have to be open-minded to all different kinds of ways and attitudes Neither of these things are good, right? We want to be on the straight path. And we certainly know people who have gotten distracted by um, lifestyles out there that seem very attractive. And we know people who have been sucked into different philosophies, groups, you know, I don't know, sects of, of ways of being that are maybe not yashar or that are not straight. And you can certainly have them in mind also when you make this bracha, right? So kef kefufim is, it's, it's a communal bracha, right? We want to have in mind ourselves that we want to be able to know and assess for ourselves when we're doing something wrong. We want to be able to also immediately adjust and calibrate, right? So immediately sort of correct for the fact that we're going in the wrong path. We want to be able to take on things and we want to stay on that straight and narrow path, um, which is certainly no easy task, right? It's not, it's not easy to constantly be always thinking about what the right thing to do is. And it can be very exhausting also. But I'll go back to what I said when I was talking about sort of the physical and the, the spiritual, the mind-body connection of this bracha, which I think is so powerful, is that you go on the path that you want to go on and Hashem helps you, right? Hashem gives us the strength to deal with the challenges ahead. 
wanting to do the right thing is the first step. Wanting to be on the straight and narrow path is the first step. Working towards being on the straight and narrow path in whatever way that works for you is the second step. And the third step, which was really there all along, is Hashem helping us on the way to getting to where we need to go on. I heard an incredible story. It was during Elle. I was listening to Rabbi Breitowitz's shares, Shiram, which I always do and I highly recommend. I think they're on YouTube. You just type in Rabbi Yitzchak Breitowitz. Um, and he talked about doing, you know, this was in the tshuva process. He was talking about doing tshuva. And the the story that he gave was that a, um, a, you know, there's like a building that's 500 stories high. And the person who built this story, built this building, said that if anybody could climb all you know, climb all the way to the top, they would get like, I don't know, it was a million dollars or something like that. And so most people gave up and said that they couldn't do it. A few people tried and gave up and said they couldn't do it. It's way too hard. One person said, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get to the top. And he's climbing and he's climbing, he's climbing, and it's getting really hard. 10 stories, 20 stories, 30 stories, 40 stories. I mean, he has to go 500 and he's not even up to 100 and he doesn't see how he could possibly get even further. He says, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to push myself a little farther. He gets up to the 50th story, and what does he find there? An elevator that gets to the top, right? So we put in effort, we put in the, the, the sweat, and we really try to point our feet in the direction that we want to go in, and Hashem sends us all these incredible things our way that will aid us and lift us up to get to the place that we want to get to. Such a powerful bracha that I have always said, really just very quickly without thinking about it so much. And it's so really foundational to how we live our lives daily, physically, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically. Um, and I hope you found this as meaningful as I did. So interesting to me to, re- to research it and to think about this bracha in a more deep and meaningful way. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, short and sweet, about this bracha. I hopefully will come to you with the next one sooner than um, it took me to get from this Zokev Gafufram and the last one, Matir Asurim, that I posted. Um, I have a great great interview coming next week with um, Mrs. Michelle Weiss. Um, And so I'm really excited to post that for you guys. And again, I said, I'm working on also um, a profile of a Jewish woman in history. If you'd like to be in touch with me, please email me at a deeper conversation, one, two, zero, gmail.com. Please follow me on Instagram at a deeper conversation. Please um, also feel free to go to maverickpodcasting.com, click on my page, support the podcast. If it's something that you feel you're enjoying and you're getting value from it and you want to keep it going, all support is appreciated. And I really want to thank everybody for listening and I'll meet you back here at the next podcast.